With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. WNBA podcast brought to you by Outlet Pass and Sports Ethos. My name is Corey. With me, as always, is my co-host, Bailey. Bailey, how are you? I'm doing okay, Corey. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. For It's NBA draft day today, which I know that this is a W pod, but the draft is also one of my favorite things for both leagues, as, as we've profiled on, on this podcast before. So uh, definitely a lot going on. So um, a fun time to be a basketball fan in general. Uh but the week's almost over, so I'm good. It was a short week for me anyway at work, but we're almost over, so I can't complain about that. Yeah, and, and the W will be well represented at the draft. Elizabeth Williams is going to be there because of her brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chanae is going to be there on work, and then Paolo, his mother played. So, you know, there's definitely oh, I didn't, some. I didn't actually see that Chanae was going to be working it. That's cool. Well, um, she's listed as not with team for personal and Sabrina Merchant. Um, said that it was for draft. I did not see either. I I might have missed it, um, but I didn't see where it was officially for the draft. But that's what everyone's saying, and that makes sense considering Mill is going to be yeah. hosting. I'd assume it's probably the NBA Today crew. Definitely so, yeah, because Malika's hosting. Yeah, so I, I the the um, understanding is that that's why Cheney is not playing today. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. I knew that was why Elizabeth wasn't playing, and that was how you've been making fun of me since that I found out that her and Mark Williams are siblings. I had no idea, but and I, I actually like Mark Williams a lot, so I don't know how I missed that, but here we are. Yeah, I, I um, don't know how you missed that one either. It's, you know, sometimes it's one of those things that you don't know you don't know, because how would you know if you didn't know it? I don't think I worded that well, but I think you followed me. Yeah. So And also, also don't let me forget, uh, Jay Nyby's mother. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Don't want to forget her either. So, which lots been, of lots of I W representation. Say, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I, I was just saying lots of a W representation. As I said, that's part of the biggest reason why I've I've come. Certainly, one of the reasons why I've come around so much on Jaden Ivey in, in recent weeks as a Pistons fan. He was not my first choice for who the, who would be available for them for a, for a long period of this draft process, but with news today that the Pistons might also trade back into the late lottery. If, if there's a world where I come away with Jaden Ivey and Mark Williams, and I have a bunch of W representation on my team, <laughs> I guess I can't complain too much. Right. Yeah. That would be, that'd be pretty cool. It would be even better if they brought back a Detroit team, but I digress. Well, yeah, but we could talk about that forever. Uh, so, yeah. So today we're going to actually talk about um, the all-star starters. They were announced yesterday for us. By the time you hear this, it'll be two days, but um 
with the voting results and stuff like that, it actually felt like there was a decent amount of things to talk about with that. And then um, by the time we come back to you on Monday, that'll be the day that, um, well, we'll be recording Monday. By the time we come back to you on Tuesday, uh, we will be getting the reserves announced that day. So all starts coming together in earnest. Uh, Definitely, there's a lot to talk about. So I'm going to kind of, to get this process started, I'm going to kind of announce the um, names that were, the the, the starters that were announced and kind of let you be the one to direct the conversation from there. I think I know where you're going to go first, but uh, so for the guards, it was Sue Bird, Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, and Sabrina Ionescu. And for the front court, it was Asia Wilson, Jonquel Jones, Candace Parker, Neka Agumake, Brianna Stewart, and Sylvia Files. Yep. I'm going to make, so I'm actually going to throw you a slight curveball because I know where you would go if I just let you fully go first. Are we sure? Uh, well, I guess I would be surprised. What is, what was, what was the most positive thing you took away from this? Um, that Neko was a starter. I, why did I even ask that? I didn't even think, but I was like, well, he, he might talk about Jackie. He might talk about Kelsey. He might talk about well, Sabrina. I, I, that would be second. That there, are three, <laughs> there, there are three first-time selections in the starters. I think that's very cool and um, all very well-deserved as well. Um, Jackie, KP were in the top ten in the early returns. Mm-hmm. So um, – Sabrina must have made a late push, which aligns with her play, in my opinion. She's really come on in the past two-ish weeks, two and a half weeks. Um, so that was good. I was a bit surprised that EDD wasn't there mm-hmm. after being fifth in early returns. But those are those early returns were a full 10 days before voting stopped, and they only included the fan vote, which was only 50%. So, you know, we've got the – the breakdowns we can dive into maybe after we talk about just the starters a little bit, but, but yeah, the three first timers is awesome. The aces having three players is awesome. I would not be surprised if they pick up a fourth in the reserves. I think Derek Hamby definitely has a good all-star case. I think she has a better one than Chelsea Gray this year. Uh, so they could very well end up with four. My my biggest, I think the biggest surprise for me, like surprise, surprise, was that AT's not here. And AT has not really been in any of the um, voting returns or anything like that. And I I know how a lot of W fans in general feel about her, but I feel like a lot of Connecticut fans are very passionate about AT, including yourself. And I don't mean that as a knock. So I was very surprised not to see her there. But happy to see John Quill snuck in there and things of that nature. So, what are your thoughts on it all, Corey? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that AT was not at least in the top ten in terms of front court. I thought that was pretty surprising. As much as I love John Quill, I was kind of surprised that she was the one to get the nod from the Sun for the starters. I like I think she's more popular league wide, so I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there was at least for half of the season thus far. AT's been better than John Quell, just like if you're comparing those two players. Like, so, I mean, it is what it is. I think that there's a very solid chance that AT, uh, AT still gets in as a reserve. Uh, I, I was really excited for the first timers. I thought that was that was super cool. I, I didn't realize that Kelsey Plum had never made it. I guess it makes sense. But like, whenever, so whenever I was getting into the league, I, she didn't play the first season I watched. But I was like, I remember being presented with, well, like, 
the, the Aces are missing two of their key play players, and that was presented to me as if those were two like all-star caliber players in Kelsey Plum and, and Liz Cambage at the time. So yeah. in my head, she already was, but it's, it's really cool to see her get the nod and obviously very deserving. I really like Jackie. I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, other than that, no really like, crazy surprises. Like I, I think the voting returns are more surprising than anything. And we'll kind of get into that as, like you said, as we go along, but kind of surprised that Candace was a starter. I know she's like the, one of the most popular players in the league, but, I, I think that we would have all said from from throughout the season that she was not necessarily like which we like other than Carissa who's pro sky all the time. I think that both of us had her as a reserve on our initial list because she's been good. I just don't know that she's been the fourth or fifth best front court player. But yeah, um, but she's not one of those players. The van vote was going to be extremely high. Correct. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And this is something that like it doesn't. It makes sense, but like I think this is another thing that like the, the longer we do this, the more I realize that there are just things that don't register with me at first because I am that newer fan. I just assume that all these people that I know are great have been all stars so many times, and the fact that this is what Candace is seventh—that's uh-huh. like you. If you had told me she was like a fourteen-time all star, I'd been like, "Yep, yep, makes sense." Or Sills only an eight-time. That like. It, it's it's crazy to me. I, I just I, Stewie's four, and I understand these players have missed seasons and stuff like that. But like, you're you're seeing it with the younger generation already, right? That Asia yeah. already has four. The fact that Asia is more than halfway to Candace Parker's number is crazy. And like, that's not that's no slight against Asia. It's just that Candace has been around forever. I just assumed that she would have been in it always. So it's just weird, um, but definitely cool. I'm happy. Like, I mean, I I think that the fact that it is not completely evenly split, but pretty close to just like younger generation and, and, and some older players, not that any of them other than uh, two notable names are closer to being done. It's just two or three, depending on if you believe Candace Parker will be back right. for another season, but you know what I mean? So I think it's kind of cool that we have a little bit of the history, a little bit of the new age and, and a little bit of in between. So it's a pretty even representation of where the league's at right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I thought, the starters were fine. Like I said, my biggest issue was just that they didn't tell us about the co-captain thing beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you're I, of the opinion that that's why Subert is there, I feel like. Well, yeah, because, I, I mean, she had a fan vote. She was in this option early returns, whatever. But, like, I think she probably would have slipped out. She was third in the fan vote, though. I don't know. I think that, like... That's and she was what third in, or no yeah third in the fan vote so I think that that's really what carried it right I think that yeah especially with her announcing that it's her final season like two weeks ago or a week ago at this point I right. feel like that may have surged things as well uh, and that's why I came at, like not came at you but like reacted on Twitter with you because I don't think that this is like a plant or anything like that I I, I think that well while some of our some of the fans on W Twitter the louder ones are ready to see her go i do think that they're also ready to give her her flowers one final time so well i also i mean and and my thing is like had they said to me if i would have known beforehand that they were gonna make her and still co-captains with whoever wanted to wear i'd have been okay but doing it from my perspective being blindsided by it it kind of feels a little forced one and it also kind of feels like they are kind of struggling to let the era end oh see i look at that's so interesting go please i didn't mean to cut you off but i'm totally on the other side 
and it just feels to me like they're struggling to kind of let the the changing of the guard happen. That that's how it comes off to me doing this on such again from our perspective, such a kind of it feels scrambled. It looks kind of out of the blue. Like if they would like I said, if they would have said the whole time like we're gonna have these two, I would have supported that because they deserve it. And they both looking at the numbers, both of them would have made all star starters regardless, right? But I, I don't know, like do it, the whole co-captain thing just kind of rubs me the wrong way. And and then like I saw people analyzing the graphic. Did you see that? I did. I can imagine, but I did they, not. They posted a graphic of all 10 starters and it's in a circle. Oh, is this who is it? Was, was it Sue but at the top? Sue is at the top yeah. in the center. And it's just yeah. like there it's that's some galaxy brain stuff, but also like. I don't believe in coincidence. So like, I, yeah, you know, it's uh, definitely a weird look, but to, to finish off kind of my rant, like I just, it just to me feels like they're trying to put Sue back in the center of everything. And then they're just dragging Syl along because people were making a big, like making the, the valid big deal out of it that it should be. And I don't appreciate that. Also, no, I'll I'll save that. No, do your also. Do your also. I was going to say also, me and you both know it should have been Skyler. Well, yeah. No, I I agree. I think that, I mean, to be fair, if it was positionless, I would have Skyler above both of them. But, like, if we're we're being honest. So, to be fair, I also think I would have had Skyler over at least one other guard. So, like, it's like, that's, that's why I'm not as mad about it, right? Like, I... Do I think that Sue is, based on this season's work, a deserving all-star starter? No, but, like, deserving is a loaded word in this regard because at the end of the day, whether, like, all-star only matters because we use it, like, in terms of who's a starter and who's not because we use it in in, in terms of Hall of Fame resume. If you're asking me, to me, all-star is a fan event, and what the fans told you is they want to see Sue Bird one last time. So that's why, like, I, do I agree with it? No. But did I agree with it when Andrew Wiggins was an all-star in the NBA? No. But it doesn't matter because that's what they wanted. Like, it, it, it's, it, like, I think that, like you said, I think her and Sue are, or, sorry, her and um, Sue so are in, this, in the same context in this. And Sue has obviously been better than, than Sue Bird this year. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Like, let's, like I'm not going to say that, but, like, Sue's still third in assist in the league. She's, not, it's not like she's, 40% from three, like, I'm obviously, I'm not saying she's still, like, a top 10 player or anything like that, which is being named an all-star starter would indicate, but, like, she's not terrible. She's I, not and, terrible. And I, like, I just can't get that upset about it. Like, I mean, if you tell me at the end of the day that somebody, like, gets left off as a reserve, I, the issue is I don't think we're going to get a guard left off as a reserve. It's going to really bum me out. Like, would I rather? Would I rather see Ryan Howard there? Yes. Would I rather see Kelsey Mitchell there? Yes. Would I rather see Rike Ogunbowale there? No. But somebody would. So, and like that's where we're at, right? Because like, what it's it's three reserve guards and then four wild cards, and I think there's a chance that six. So there's six guards on the reserve or five guards on the reserves, and and could she bump one of them out? Sure. 
I think this is a good, I, like, I know you said that you think you see it as they're struggling to let this era go. I think it's a good final celebration for the era. Like I, like I said to you immediately, it's, it, I'm not trying to compare the leagues, but I liked when they did it for Dirk and D Wade in the all-star game, whenever they got their honorary thing. And so could they have done this where they um, didn't name Sue an all-star? Like if so in a world where she doesn't get voted in, right. Could they have done it where she was like an honorary thing? Sure. How mad would you have been when they had done that for her in DT, though? I feel like that would have been even more frustrating to you. Because, like, I feel like the honorary thing is where you're really struggling to hold. Like, I think here it's just, like, I think the co-captain thing is just a nice nod. I think, did they maybe come up with that on the fly because they both got voted in? Maybe. I, I, I you know me, I'm, I'm more than happy to say that the W should be more organized. That's, that's a common complaint. But... Uh, there's so many other issues with yeah. the way, like, then uh, even just in this league, like whether it be with what the just women's sports thing is, that thing is more problematic to me than super being named an all-star starter. You know what I mean? Like, and I, well, I yeah, they, absolutely. They, but I think they commonly get labeled as a same, as a similar issue. And I don't think they're the same. And, and you're also one thing I want to point out, like you're just talking about it being Sue as a starter. With Sill's injury, she probably would have slipped out too, in my book. Right. Yeah. And now she's back. And like, I, she played more games than I realized. Right. So she played, yeah. I, I, when, cause when I was saying that, I was like, well, I don't know if I would have had her as, that was for anyone who saw my tweet and I said I was going to talk about it here. I was like, well, still missed some time. I don't know if she's, I, I, she, like, that would have been who I would have been like, I, I think you could make the same argument, probably didn't deserve it. But she played 12 games. I guess like that's not, I thought she missed more. It feels like it's been more because it feels like the season is flying and also moving in slow motion all at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm, this is bias. I would have had 18 over her. I don't care. I don't care. I, don't I care. think I would have too, but um, at least after her injury, not before. But yeah, after no, no, no. Injury. I'm yeah. saying since. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, but just, just to talk about your, um, comparison to the Dirk and D Wade thing, they were named special additions uh-huh. to the roster. They were part of the third round, a new third round in the 2019 all-star draft, adding a 13th player to each active all-star game roster. Yes. And Adam Silver at the time, he explained that they embody the best of the NBA, remarkable skill, drive and professionalism, as well as a deep devotion to strengthening their communities and growing the game around the world. Right, mm. which Suber and Sylvia Fowles do the same thing in the W. And again, I am not hating on the W's decision to put them there. My issue was we know what's happening, and the W might not have known what's happening. And to me, because of that, it comes off as very performative and forced. That is my interpretation of it. You obviously interpret the exact opposite way, which is fine. But I will say another thing that you commented on. I'm glad DT wasn't through in this somehow, some way too. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, that's just because she did, she hasn't said yet that it's her last year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, but like so, and I I think that I, I keep clarifying it, but I think it needs to be clarified because I don't want this to be misinterpreted. We keep saying like she was forced in there. She was third in fan voting. Like she yeah. she she, she yeah. was higher in fan voting in among guards than Sabrina was, which would come as a surprise to some people or Skylar was, or Joel Lloyd, or, you know what I mean? Or or like whenever it comes to, so she was lower in media rank, obviously at ninth, but that's 
still higher than her teammate Joel, Joel Lloyd. She was seventh in player rank, whereas someone like Skylar, who we shouted out, which I mean, we're going to talk about some of the interesting storylines in terms of in terms of these kind of results. Uh, Skylar Diggins Smith was fourteenth in player voting, Bruh. and Candace was thirteenth. And I'm like, just- what? So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think that as mad as some fans want to be that it's another accolade for Subert or whatever. I like there's like I said, when we get into these like voting results, there is so much more interesting to me than the fact that Subert is an all-star starter. Even if you're just looking at all-star results, let alone everything else happened in the league. It's so crazy to me that Skylar was 14th because she was fourth amongst fans, Mm -hmm. third amongst media and in 14th, which brought her score down significantly. Yeah. If she was just middle of the pack in terms of players, she she would have been there. Yeah. And it's such a – I don't know how to explain, like, or how to word it, but, like, it's such an interesting optic is how I'm going to call it. It's an interesting optic to see these player rankings. I would love to see the full player rank, see them in sequential order. Yeah. So we're not having to kind of piece them together. But, like, they've got the top ten – or the top ten guards in score – and you've got Kelsey Plum. In terms of player rank, I'm going to speak from player rank. It's Kelsey, Jackie, Jewel, Arike, Sabrina, Kelsey Mitchell, Sue, Sloot, Ryan at nine. And then the next person on the list is Skyler at 14. So, like, who is 10, 11, 12, and 13? I yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's I remember like I don't usually care about these kind of things because usually I think they're weird. But um, there's never been an all star voting returns that has gotten me like I I almost wrote a whole article about this. Not that I would because like we don't have the data, but like like the actual data. But like it's it's there's there's I have a lot of questions. Yeah, and also. I was talking to someone about this, and you may know uh, more than me about this. When the NBA does All-Stars, do they release their votes like this? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. I wasn't sure because I don't really pay attention to the NBA it's like as a functioning entity as closely. I usually just see what their results are. I, th- I, know, they did, I know they specifically did this year because of – I, I just because I remember the reaction to everything whenever like the like the Wiggins thing where he's like he's like third in fan voting and then like thirtieth or something like that. I'm being very uh, glib with with the numbers, but it, it's something like that. So I remember people reacting, but I think they have always done it. Okay, so let me also ask you this then to pivot to the front court for a second, where Candace Parker was three in fan, seven in media, and thirteenth in player voting. Mm-hmm. If you recall, she was voted most overrated a few years ago. Anonymously, mm-hmm. might I add. Do they ask, do they do that poll in the NBA side? Because uh, I, I don't, I don't remember know. that. That one I don't, I don't remember. I don't recall them ever asking that. And that's a very divisive question. I know that like magazines and stuff like, like I remember Slam used to do that with like draft classes and stuff. But I don't remember actually getting like league-wide by the league because and and the reason i bring that up is because we've talked about like we've had discussions about this before and like the way the players like view different players and things like that but like they don't like her they obviously 
have some sort of issue because I think Skyler was arguably an all-star starter and Candace being the sixth of the front court because her player rank is so much lower than her other two is very telling. I'm just, it's very, and the fact that like, with all due respect, Emma is ninth in player rank and Candace is third, which Emma, I think Emma Smith should be an all-star. I'm not taking that away from her, but like, I just, I don't know. That's yeah, and like, like quite so the look. EDD being twentieth in, in player was surprising to me, but also like that could just be because like she's not available. I I, I think that the the ranking for Candace and Skyler comes with a little bit more vitriol than it does for EDD. Yeah, I think the EDD is pretty specifically based off of her rest, which I, I get. Like, I mean, yeah. I I love I, I I liked her beforehand. I, I raved about seeing her in person on the early week pod. I think she will be an all-star and I think she's a deserving all-star. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that 20th carries the same weight, even as like the Tina Charles 11th. Like, I, I think that there's, there's some, there's some stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely more to it. And I was ranting to another friend of mine about how like the most overrated poll and things like this always stay anonymous uh, put your name on that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, and we've seen it before with media votes in other sports, specifically the NBA, because that's what I'm going to know the most about. But, like, when – what was – I think his name was, like, Greg Logan or something. was, like, yep. the one person that didn't vote for Ja on the Rookie of the Year and everything like that. Like, you at some point, you got to answer to what you put out there, especially – in like with all W and all NBA teams, like I don't know if any W players have that in their in their contract. I think they do, um, but like I know in the NBA a lot, like that's the difference between like a player making X amount, like a million bucks. Like, well, yeah, and like whenever it comes to like super maxes and stuff like that, that could be the difference in like five percent of a contract, which yeah. like on a fifty million dollar contract yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. I, I like, I like, I get that people would probably be less honest if you know you had to be honest, but you know, if you're gonna talk straight with your chest, like, yeah, yeah, just like if I if I was to ever make it to that point where I get votes for anything, like the people are gonna know who. I'm oh yeah, for. my vote, my ballot would be out there. I do, I just feel like that is. I feel like if I was to build a following to that point and be able to have enough of an influence that I would be obliged, obligated, what I think that's the correct word. I'm so sorry. Obligated to show the people. Like if I want to, if I want to rank Brittany Sykes as the number one guard in my all-star ballot, I'll do that with my chest. Yeah, I mean, you might as well show your biases. I agree. Yeah. So, I don't know. But any other thoughts on All Stars, Corey? Um, I mean, if I if I want to be petty, I did I did laugh at that. Uh, Arike was fourth in media and player, but eleventh in fans. I feel like that kind of. I was surprised she was that high in the other twos. To oh, be fair, I, I was too. Um, but like also like. Aside from Skyler and Candace, like I feel like the players actually did pretty well with their rankings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think uh, other than I, 
I'd be just because we're talking about the players, I'd be interested to see where they had AT just because I'd like, I know we're missing some of the numbers in there and I assume she's in some of those. Maybe she's not, she may rub people the wrong way in terms of other players, but I, I would be interested to see where she falls completely biasly because she's my favorite player. Um, overall, I think that they did a pretty good job. Like I said, I wouldn't, I, I would argue that Skylar is the biggest snub, but other than that, I, like, I think that everything kind of, I, I don't think that, like, other than who's going to get left off in the end, because if, if you didn't think Super should have made it at all, which, like I said, she's going to make it from the fan vote anyway, so that was happening no matter what. Um, yeah. I think we're in a pretty good place. I'm interested to see. I know we're getting the the reserves announced on Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to that. I think that is where we'll have even, I hope they do these kind of breakdowns for the, I think that it's only for what is it just coaches vote on that i'd still like to see the voting breakdown for that because that would be pretty interesting to see where everyone fell um and kind of like it kind of gives you an indication of like 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 i said i think that it's kind of cool that we're seeing while whether or not i agree with it which i think we've made it pretty clear that we don't i think it is kind of interesting to see whoa people really aren't messing with candace or skylar that's interesting like I, i think that seeing where the coaches rank things I think could be very interesting in that regard as well. Right. So um, all in all excited for all-star. I think that um, they can do whether or not you want to see them celebrate the old generation. I think that this set them up to actually do some kind of cool things in Chicago to celebrate the generation as they go out. And then next year you can enjoy the league being um, a little bit younger for, for your, for your proclivities. So you can find hey, man, it's playing. not even about them celebrating. I think Sue and Sue should absolutely be celebrated. And DT, whenever she goes, should absolutely be celebrated, but it should be organic. Doesn't always feel that way. I know, I know. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here for the week? Um, I want to, let's see, I'm trying to see if there's any other notable. I mean, still clear to return. That's that's big enough. She's coming back tonight. Yes. Yeah. Good, good for still. Well, that does it for this week. Next week, like I said, we'll be back with uh, our all-star reserves, kind of like giving our final predictions before they are announced. And I'm sure something will happen over the weekend that is worth talking about. That's the fun of the WNBA. But uh, that does it for this week on Rebel Edition. <laughs>